0: Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood.
1: And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We
0: will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family.
1: Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello. How are you doing today, Colleen? I'm super grateful. I'm feeling grateful today. Actually, I could use a little help <laughs> with grateful. Like I was telling you, we walked in. It's a rough week, but we have another special guest who's joined us before. I'm so excited. Hey, Leland's back. Hi, guys. Hi. Are you feeling grateful today?
2: Definitely feeling grateful that I made it here safely and that I've been asked to do this again. How exciting. very
0: exciting. You know, gratitude is super important. You know, it's important to be grateful for everything that you have in life Mm -hmm. at every stage. I mean, I know I'm super grateful for where I'm at right now, but I was
1: also really grateful for where I was at 10 years ago. Right. Oh, I like that. I have a theory that I feel like no matter, and there's been actually a lot of research about it too. People who are happy are going to be happy. And your happiness level doesn't change if you win the lottery, how much money you make. The only thing that really can change your happiness level for the worst is a death of a close person in your life. But other than that, you are pretty consistent. So knowing that, I think it's all about the habits to continue to make yourself happy and grateful. And that changes everything. Totally. And you know what I always do? I feel like I might be jumping a little head
2: if I'm having a lot of negative thoughts or like pouring a lot of negative energy out and the, I always, something that I've learned to do that really helps is I go, okay, but I'm grateful for. Right. And kind of like switch it around.
1: I like that completely. Yeah. And I can go in like the downward neg- negative self-talk quickly. Oh, we all yes. I was actually just watching a show. I think it was on Hulu. It's about this lady who it's like work, a workout show thing. And all you're doing the whole entire show is hearing her negative self-talk. Oh uh, yeah, and it's, but it was such an eye opener of how much negative self talk we do every day. Every day, every even day. people that have
0: you would think would never talk to themselves like
2: that. No, even like therapists or counselors or whatever. Yeah.
0: Totally, yeah. yeah.
1: And I think sometimes people can look at us and say, like, "Oh, you have everything you want now." I actually had a girlfriend the other day. We were oh. at Map, and she said, "She's like, how's it feel? Like she's like, you're crushing it. Like you don't have to worry about a thing on the planet." And I'm like, "Oh, it's not the true." Exact same insecurities. This is going to be a good topic When you met me 15 yep. years ago. I have the exact same insecurities. And the, one of the differences is, okay, yeah, I've made it to where I want to be. But, oh, my life is still the same. That's kind yeah. of a weird thing to digest as well. It's like all these things I thought were going to make me yeah. happy, they don't. Totally. Right. Right.
0: right. And it's never about the things that you thought it was going to be about. And, you know, elevating your level of happiness every single day and trying to be more happy. Because if you're saying like your level is always the same, but how do we get to then to the next level till the higher level is always the same? And I really think that gratitude has a huge part in it and making sure, you know, I know for our team, every single day that we do our office meeting, we always start our meeting with gratitude. And I love that because number one, because it's good practice for everybody to just take a second and think about what they're grateful for. But number two, it also is a really good gauge as to where my team is at. Uh, You know, if somebody's not grateful for like literally anything, or if they say, I'm grateful it's almost Friday, which is not an allowable (laughs) answer. You're not allowed to say that you know, it's a pretty good gauge as to where everybody's at. It makes you
2: feel good instantly.
0: It does. It's a good practice. And I, I got back into writing down in the morning what I'm grateful for. Like, it's the first thing I do just to kind of like get my head in the right space. You know, thinking about yesterday, we, we did a really great sponsorship event, thinking about it, about how well it went and just reflecting back on that. Just yeah. start your day off right.
1: I love that. So I'm going to start backwards a little bit with my questions for you guys. Yeah. What brings you down? down? Like what is it that like something happens that snaps you out of the grateful mode and brings you into that spiral of negative self-talk or insecurities?
2: That is such a deep question for me because I'm like super transparent. I think what brings me down and when I start going down that rabbit hole of negativity is there's always like the what ifs, right? The what ifs that you always ask yourself. I think right now at this point in my life, I'm almost 39 and I have two beautiful children and a husband and work. It's crazy busy all the time. I think right now what I really don't enjoy is like being in a group of people and like gossip.
1: Yes. Like,
2: I I don't know if it's like where I'm at in my life. It just makes me so uncomfortable. And I just like, I get so exhausted. Not gossip, like what we were doing earlier, like just talking about work, but gossip, like oh, did you hear about so-and-so? They got divorced and they're miserable and there was an affair and da-da-da-da-da. I think that, I don't know if that really answered your question, but that really affects
1: me. Yeah, puts mm-hmm. you in a negative mind space. And really Instantly. it makes sense. And if you think about the psychology behind it, oh, we're talking about, about this person as soon as I'm going to leave the room, the same mm-hmm. thing's going to happen to me. And it just doesn't feel good. And like, the whole point of this podcast is to bring other people up yeah and to make other women and men hopefully are listening just feel like oh you can do it I mean we're all guilty of it like I'm not perfect I definitely have
2: my days where I gossip and right it makes me feel terrible I feel sick I feel, yeah. just feel yucky yeah it's mm-hmm. like no I'm, I'm done yeah. doing that like guess. yeah, yeah. What, yeah. About you? what about you what brings you what brings me
0: down um, when my pants don't fit <laughs> Uh, uh, right reach, there. Yeah. Uh, no, that,
1: yeah, that's
0: the, that, that's a struggle bus right there.
1: In that's real though. Cause that could be one of the things like when we talked about my yeah. weight gain. Oh, for sure. I My husband just kept saying, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I thought he kept thinking I was hot. And I'm like, I'm oh, yeah. going to tell him that I think I'm fat. Cause maybe he just doesn't see it. But it was like circling my brain uh, all yeah, day long. You're I fat, know. you're fat. <laughs> and
0: that's, that's why it's so important to work out, right? Because to make sure you're taking care of your body. Because if I start my day with, oh my God, I look so fat. I'm so out of shape. I mean, you take your pants being too tight to the self-talk oh. is, oh my God, I'm so fat. Yep. Like like you go from something so tiny, maybe your pants got in the dryer, you know, and then suddenly it's just plummeted straight to the like, floor. Like, why did I eat that? What did I do? Little yeah, little yeah, and so trying to, you know, pull yourself out of that kind of self-talk and to pull it into gratitude, that can be a long pull. Right. And so, Oof. yeah, it, you know, like you're saying like that gal that had every reason to to not talk to her i I've been really trying to curb my negative self-talk when I hear myself talking to myself in a way that I would not talk lovingly to a friend or I wouldn't talk oh, to you my guys. girlfriends and
1: I talk about that all the you time. You know, it's so like I you wouldn't to, talk yes. to your,
0: if I wouldn't talk to you, if I wouldn't look at you and be like, oh my God, you're so fat. I wouldn't would have never one say friend. that. If the <laughs> yeah. things
1: I said to myself, I said to one of my friends, I wouldn't yeah. have a friend. I wouldn't yeah. have any friends. So yeah. why do we talk to ourselves like that? I don't like feel that? that way about other people, but I say it to myself. Yeah. Oh so my yeah, gosh, worst yeah. Products.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to you're gonna tank, you're going to all the things that we I feel like you. Gorgeous! Oh, oh
1: thank right. you. I you hope you like Marilyn. <laughs> you do have a waist that's like the size of my calf. Tiny. <laughs> so
0: I have to tell you that. So the. Oh the dress code for the Prosperity Party this year is denim and diamonds. Well, you guys, my Ooh. wedding dress was like a full-length ball gown with a five-foot train, blue denim. Shut With, your mouth. with, it with, with not. all beaded. And so last night, I pulled the wedding <laughs> dress out of the out of the box. You know, I got married when I was 22. I, I am not You're 22 so not, anymore. I'm I am like, I am wearing we want to see a my wedding dress for this thing. So I'm like, it's going to fit. And Zane's so like, so my husband, he's like, You know, babe, it, it, it might, you know, your boobs are bigger now, so it might not fit. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, I'll just like stack them in there. It'll be fine. How
2: old are you? 22? I was 22. Oh girl, I'm not 20.
0: (laughs) So I'm just like pulling out. I'm like, yeah, I'll show you guys. Cause it's ball gown, right? Like I know my butt's bigger than it was, but it's a ball gown. So it's going to just like flow over my butt. Right. I'm like, my ribs are the same size. Oh honey. uh, My ribs are not the same size. I'm like, it's like five inches to get that sucker. The self-talk that I went through, like, just instantly spiraled into this, I'm out of control, like, I had no idea, you know, I drink too much, it's just this crap. How about the fact that that was 15 years ago and a baby ago? Oh, yeah.
1: And you're still studying, and there's so (laughs) many different types of bodies that are beautiful. So, I like to get it out there just because I think it's a good way to start to, like, how to get out of it. And it's easier to go down then up. So it's like, how do you take those steps up? For me, it's what brings me down is if I didn't do the best I could do. And I know that sounds cheesy, but if something didn't go right and I know it was because something I didn't do perfectly, I just, that's where I get my butt kicked in my head. Mm -hmm. And then the best thing for me to do is just start working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a, I was telling you guys, it's just been a rough week for work, just mm-hmm. nonstop putting out fires. So all day yesterday, I was just in the office making phone calls. What can we do? What can we do? And I had a great day yesterday just by working, getting out of my head and making things happen. Totally. Yeah. yeah, Boy, yeah. How Switching do you guys it. like flip out of it?
2: Um, I take a break actually. Oh, okay. Like I take a break. I reflect back. I'm also guilty of like diving back in and working, calling every single client that I have and being like, how are you? How are things going? da, da, da. You know? But I think just, I'm like so big on mental health. I think I said that on our last podcast, but just keeping track yes. of did do, do you go to therapy? I do.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. How long yep. have you been going?
2: You know, I've gone to therapy in and out of my life since high school. Um, I recently just started going again.
1: Oh, great. Um,
2: because I have a spirited child. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's no, we talk seven about all of he's our- a boy and he's wild and I never had anxiety until I had him. And so she's just like you know, therapists don't really tell you what to do; they just right. like give you tools. And sometimes it just feels good to talk about it. Right. Um. So I've been going for this will be my third session, so three weeks. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: That's so great. Yeah. Yep. So, awesome. what type of stuff are you dealing? Are you is it like ADHD <laughs> stuff? It's <laughs> very personal. I if you don't want to talk about
2: it, <laughs> no. About. I'm super. super you talking I'm about super transparent. Personal he therapy is session. so awesome. He's such a good kid, and I'm super grateful and for him. So I have a spirit seven year old. Yeah. Too.
1: Yes. So I know she'll be a CEO later yeah. in life. Oh, She's totally be great him too. Yeah. Like he'll be <laughs> day. <to> day. <laughs> I
2: know. He's like, he's just full force when he wakes up. And I'm like very, like I'm a very like calm. I wasn't always like this in my 20s, but I'm like a very calm, like I like quiet. I like quiet time. I like to just kind of like, you know, not meditate, but like a calm, quiet house. And he's just the complete opposite. Yeah. He like makes a mess here. I clean it up, makes a mess another, you know. So oh, but, yeah. But I mean I'm grateful for him because he's teaching me a ton. He's yeah, teaching. Yeah, me. yeah. Yeah. And again, you're not gonna have to worry about him as an adult. I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm screwed though when he's like gets his driver's license or, is, he,
1: is he gorgeous too? Like he's Colleen's, gorgeous. Son? Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Colleen's son. Oh man, Colleen's son is adorable. Know,
0: gorgeous. You know, I we really struggled, you know, when he was in school and in daycare, mm. he was labeled as a problem child. In fact, spirited. I actually had, yeah, spirited. I actually had one of his old camp counselors come up to me and say, you know, he was with me because he was one of the problem children's. And I like my hackles bear. Up. I was like, he was not a problem child. He just was not very good sheep. Yeah. And, and I think <laughs> Your that that's, out. yeah, you know, I think that's what these kids are. It's like, they're just not very good sheep. They don't line up really well. He was always the one that was kind of like diverting from everywhere. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't get him to comply with, I mean, he was very smart. and He loved to do things and he loved, he was very active. and He has great things to say, but he's just not one that just
1: stands in a line real well. It's so interesting because we were just talking about yeah. him before we started on the podcast. It's interesting to hear that that was his story because as a 13-year-old, almost 13-year-old, mm-hmm. almost man, he just seemed yeah. so comfortable in his skin. He was talking to adults. Yep. He was super engaged in the fundraiser yesterday yeah. and was just... So he was an adult job, already. Like he you. felt like he was still a kid and sweet and had this kindness within him. But he, I just it's so interesting to hear that that was his yeah. beginning. Because I just don't yeah, see that Yeah, we really now. struggled. We really struggled. Was he
2: like the child, like William, like all of his teachers are like, Leland, he is the sweetest boy in class. And he like plays with all the other kids and he helps other people. And I'm like, what? This is my <laughs> child? So it's like when you set him off into the real world, you want him to be like that. I feel like at home too. Mm-hmm. Like they are so comfortable, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes at home it can be ten times They're worse. Always
1: worse with their yeah. mama. Uh, always.
2: You know, I had the opposite. I yeah.
0: I felt like he was perfect at home, but he also had the engaged attention of two parents. Yeah, you know, and he was the only one, and so he was great at home. And then I'd send him out in the world, and he was like the teachers just could not handle him. I don't oh, I and I don't him. know why. My spirit I just, animal. I was like. <laughs> They'd call me and they'd have, you know, they'd say, You have to come get your child. And he'd be in the principal's office. I'm like, what the heck are you doing here? And he's like he really enjoys listening to himself talk, you know. He always has something to say. And which to me, I think is he's gonna make an excellent adult. Powerful he's gonna force. be an yes. excellent he's gonna be a leader. He also thinks he's very funny. He is funny. He is funny. He's funny. <laughs> he he is, is funny. He is like smart as a whip, witty. And he makes me laugh. Sometimes I have to remind him like, you are twelve. You cannot. Yeah, he's almost thirteen. <laughs> you can't say that. But you're funny.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah <he is. laughs> totally. totally. But you're funny. Okay,
1: so with we'll start with just parenthood then like because we can't be like in just the trenches of it when like it's the mm-hmm. middle of the night. So how do you find the gratitude? Just we'll start with just parenting. I mean, I feel like parenting is maybe an easy one just because all you get yeah. is that one little kiss. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, melting.
2: Um, I came from a single mom, actually. And my gratitude with parenting always comes from her. She was like our rock and, you know, just the most incredible, most powerful female I've ever met in my life, um, and just made sure that in an unnormal circumstance, we had normality. And so she sounds incredible. She's amazing. I'm so grateful for my upbringing. Um, Just a powerhouse. But I think I always reflect back on parenting and gratefulness because of her and how much of a struggle it was for her. And we didn't know as kids that we had like a different upbringing than, you know, other families in the neighborhood or we didn't have any money. And I mean, we lost our house to foreclosure at one point. um, How old were you? 13.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: You know, and she just did such a good job. I mean, I could get emotional, but she just did such a good job of like keeping us grounded. And I think grateful comes from that for sure. Oh, that is so beautiful. And I always use that. I didn't have this when I grew up, boys. Like, and I didn't have this. And, you know, they look at me like, what? Like, it's just a different generation. But I mean, to have a mother like that, I'm definitely grateful for. That's so cool. So you
1: now have this like well-rounded family. You came from that and you're crushing it too. That's Mm -hmm. really, really inspiring. Yeah, thank
2: you. And I think people always see me, they're like, oh, you're married to a doctor and you're blonde and you're like the successful real estate agent. And I'm like, I've been through the trenches. And my story is so unique, and I think we all have a story. And as we get older, it can either go one way or the other. If you learn from it and grow from it, you can really, really be a really good human being. So,
1: oh, fuck. I got the goose pimples. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: as I got, like, a little you
0: tearing. guys both have tears in your eyes. Yeah, so you guys are gorgeous. <laughs> yeah,
2: love you, mom. Uh,
0: that that's amazing. How about you, Alicia? Yeah.
1: So my kids are a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. So we have so many more highs and lows than I feel like you might have. I mean, you still have a seven-year-old, but I have the four and seven. Oh, that's different, girl. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For us, like my four-year-old will have a breakdown because she doesn't have the right color lid on her makeup. And then literally the next second, she's hugging and squeezing us. I think right now for parenthood is as good as it's, ever going to get. And I'm really, really aware of we're going into the next phase where they're going to be, their friends are going to be more important. We are the most important things in their lives right now. Yeah. All they want to do is cuddle us, be next to us. And just, we, I still make out with my four-year-old. It's oh, heaven. Totally, totally And I think I just am holding on to, and I think we're done with kids. I'm like pretty sure my husband's still fighting for one, but Ooh. so I'm really aware of this time is not going to last where I have a little bit of that baby mm. and Also, like things just when anxiety kicks in, Mm -hmm. if I put my phone down and I look at them in the eyes and I actually just engage with whatever thing that I feel is boring or whatever they're doing, but I actually just do it for 15 minutes, the anxiety of work really does slip away. And I am grateful to be around them. Yeah. And I can't fake it. Like when I fake it with them, it's not fun. But like if I go out and actually play and really get into it, everything just melts away. Do you know
2: what I said last night? This is an interesting conversation that we're having right now because I was laying in bed. My husband and I put our oldest 11, his name is James, to bed. And on his windowsill, he has like all these like cool, like little figurines from trips and like all his little Legos and everything. And they're just kind of all set on his windowsill. And I looked over and I was like, I got tears in my eyes and I was like, you're 11. And one day, like when you come home from college, like these are probably not going to be here. And it was so oh. strange. Like I've never felt that like, connection to like something so silly as a lego you know but i'm like they are gonna go away soon they are you know we did the the full room revamp
0: to turn his room Rodin's room into a teenager's room instead of a little boy's room and it was really kind of emotional kind of just you know we got rid of all the old stuffed animals and all the little tiny socks that we've been hanging on to and you know just all those things and he's just turning into a little man but you know nothing grounds me more i mean i'm blessed i have my son is i mean we all think our son are, our children are perfect i think my child is perfect um <laughs> but he'll just look at me he's like mom you're so beautiful oh. and you are so special to me and he'll like oh. squeeze my hand Good and mama
1: oh, well he's you know i just i think we're given the children we're supposed to have i yeah. completely agree with that i wanted three boys my entire life really yep yeah, i grew up with brothers i'm oh, super yeah. super sporty and i just that's what i wanted is the chaos of the boys everywhere and i got two girls and I know if we have a third, it'll be another girl. But I love my girl time. So if I would have actually taken a step back, I'm going to be able to have girl time the rest of my life. Oh, I cannot wait. Amazing. Yes, that like, <laughs> I can't wait for them to come home from college. Well, oh, I do want things to slow down. But when they do come home from college, And I can just hear about their lives and get into like just the talking. What a role model they have to look up
2: to, too, especially little girls. Like they have one heck of a badass mom that is out there working and building this empire. And that is, that's something they are so
1: lucky that they have to look up to. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That really means a lot. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. So still talking about gratitude. How do you guys deal with clients? that aren't showing gratitude or other people in your life, friends, family members, because that's a tough one. I feel like we are all... When others aren't grateful for the things we're doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just like, or they don't know how hard we're working for them. You know,
0: I don't think it really matters that they know.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: You know, because I think if you if you hinge your self-worth on whether or not other people are seeing it or appreciating it, you're always going to be left wanting. Yeah. So, you know, stop trying to expect that other people are going to notice or appreciate anything that you're doing. Because really, at the end of the day, people really just care about what they're doing in 100%. their life and, and what they have going on. And it's not that they're doing anything bad. That's just what people are thinking about. So yeah. I just do the best that I can do. I do my job to the highest level I possibly mm-hmm. can see myself doing it at. I try to make sure I do it better than everybody else. And that's enough. That's like enough. That. And my family and the people around me don't see or appreciate yeah. the things that I do. Sure. And they, they just don't. And, right. it's, and it's okay. Yeah. And, you know, I got a lot of unhappiness from, <laughs> this sounds horrible, but I, I kind of got to the point, I told, told my husband, I'm like, I feel like the friends that we have around us can't even spell the word mortgage and <laughs> i am really struggling with them yeah. like yeah. identifying and understanding the, you know, the things that I'm doing and the levels that I'm reaching for and attaining and nobody's noticing. And I'm really, really frustrated. You need to start coming to our girls' nights. I've been, we've been talking about it. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to start bringing you. My powerhouse group of girlfriends would blow your mind. Yeah. We have a budget analyst at MSU. We have a yes. CFO of a bank. Yes. We have a, like, we have two girlfriends who are solely supporting their family, like, and we're all making each other better, yeah. which is really, really... I, Powerful. I, yeah. they're part of my family too. But you can't
0: like get your own self-worth from other people. No, it's just, You just not. can't. We're all egocentric.
1: Yeah. People only care about themselves really. So it has to come from inward. I yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think on
2: that note, like it is such a gift to acknowledge that and to acknowledge when somebody is doing something for you. It's a gift because not everybody has that gift. And my mom always said like, you cannot change somebody. So don't put any headspace on it. Don't harbor on it you know just be thankful that you know how to service them and if they're not grateful or if they don't show it they just don't know how to yeah. i mean mm-hmm. they i mean i really feel that way some completely. people just don't know how to i completely agree how they were raised how you know what yeah. they're going through so
1: One thing that I think you do great at, Colleen, is showing gratitude through giving. And it's something that I've been doing a lot too, just giving, giving, giving. And to be totally honest, sometimes it stresses me out. But what I've really noticed is every cent I give away, I get back double. Oh, for sure. And it blows my mind. And I've heard that from books and I've heard that from podcasts. I'm like, yeah, right. If I give this person $5,000, I'm not going to get 10 back. But you do. You do. You do. do. So so talk to us about all your giving because you're everywhere. I see your name on every single fundraiser. You're everywhere. Well, you
0: know, there's so much opportunity to give out to people in you know, I have a huge heart for children, of course, you know, and cancer for, it it just surrounds, surrounds every single one of us. You're, you're just, you're just not even human if you don't know somebody that's been affected by cancer. And, you know, so for my team, it was really important that we did something that felt philanthropic for us, that felt like we were giving back and, and showing the gratitude for the fact that our phone just continues to ring. You know, so we got an opportunity to partner with our parent company, Hometown Lenders. And, you know, so we donate for every file that's closed mm-hmm. to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And to I hope to take my team down there and have them do a tour. COVID's made things kind of weird. Um, so we can't, can't go down there yet. But, you know, I think it's important to use our success to help inspire others. And, you know, a lot of times that's through giving money. You know, the fundraiser that we just did yesterday, you know, it was for the Women's Business Center and Prospera and they do Susie Brigette White. We've had her on the show you know, they do free or low cost business counseling and and encourage all different kinds of entrepreneurs to start businesses, small businesses. So I give a lot through that. And that's really just through gratitude of feeling like I've had great guidance and I continue to get encouragement through the women that are on that board. Um, I've been on that board, I think, five years. Um, That's the only board that I've stayed on that long by any means. And I am just so grateful for their inspiration and really anything that WBC or or Prospero wants to do, it's like, I'll throw money at it yeah. because I'm grateful for the position that I'm in and the fact that, you know, I've got to hire so many women and create so many jobs and careers. And then I'm just grateful. So it's like, I just, I feel like I need to give.
2: I, I love give, that. Give, give. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that so much. Thank you. And that is one thing that I noticed right out of the gates for you. You, I feel like that's kind of your love, love language and I love that about you. Thank and you. it inspired me with with every close transaction in real estate, I donate part of my commission to my buyer or seller's choice of local charity or nonprofit. I, love that. I cannot tell you, like every single client of mine is like, that was the best part of the transaction. It's so cool. Yeah, you know, I really like they that. Feel a part of it, and it's so cool.
1: We have a great agent in Bozeman that I love working with that does that as well. Yeah, and it just shows like, okay, I'm giving what you want. I like donate to a lot of the same stuff, so it'd be nice to like, yeah, and you also yeah. get to learn about other people and fundraisers and charities out there oh, that yeah. you might not have known about. It, totally. And we have so many
2: incredible ones in Montana. They're endless. Yeah. do. Yeah. We do.
0: You're so right. Well, ladies, I am incredibly grateful for you. I am incredibly grateful for this podcast. I love it. I love it more than I could ever tell you. It makes me so happy. So I'm just so grateful and that we continue to do this. And I know that when I write my gratitude that you guys' names are on it. So oh, right Thank you, out. Colleen. You're, You're safe, so guys. sweet.
1: Thank you for joining us today.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh,